Hi. Hi. How are we? Good. We're good. We're great. So, uh, welcome everyone to the uh, very first Alex podcast. Thanks. You too. Very exciting stuff. Now, very quickly for our thousands, tens of thousands of people that are going to be listening to this, can we very briefly just reveal the ingenious name behind this podcast? What is it called? Alex in a pod! That is Alex in a pod for anyone who didn't get that, so that is amazing. So let's just briefly introduce ourselves. The podcast team will start over here. Simbe! Heather! Alana! Alina! Carmel Deirdre! Evie! Cornella! Amazing. So we have this fabulous team of ranging from second, third, fourth, fifth, and no six years. They're too busy uh, studying and all that jazz. Uh, so we have a very exciting episode coming up uh, for you today. Um, we had a lot of chats with some teachers. So very briefly, just go through what you were working on for this episode. Alina, what were you on? Um, I was talking to Miss Ennis, just about her. Cool. Karma Deirdre? I was talking to Miss Brehany about the drama department. Amazing. I talked to Jane Babb about her personal life and her um, first impression of Alex. Fantastic. And Ornella? And I talked to some of the new teachers to know a little bit more about them. Amazing. And we also have some music today from... Uh, Pia, who is a second year, but we'll hear more about that a bit later on. So, uh, very quickly, girls, we, we started off every interview we did with just some very short questions. So, let's start, and we'll just go around here. So, lemon or lime? Lemon. 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 Lime. Lemon. Ooh, only one lime. <laughs> savory or sweet? Okay, keep this it moving. Salty, savory. So we're talking like starter or like ma- starter or dessert. Oh, oh, definitely starter, starter. Yes. Woo! United Front. Okay. And favorite Disney movie? Pocahontas. Ooh. I love Princess and the Frog. I'm not prepared for this one. Keep it moving. Okay, we're, we're, we're coming back to you, Lion Alina. King, Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. All of them except the new Lion King. Is that on Beyonce? Yeah. yeah. I've heard bad reviews. It's a live animation. I haven't seen that one actually yet. I thought it was really good. I haven't seen it yet. I don't want to see it. I haven't seen a lot of Disney. I've seen a few. Okay, so favorite of the ones you've seen. But I'll go for Cinderella. Okay. That's a good classic. Okay. And very finally, just before we uh, dive right into the podcast, if you could choose between either being invisible or being able to fly, what would you choose? How fast can I fly? Oh, as fast as you want. Probably flying. Oh. Oh. Um. I think invisible. I'm going to say flying because you can get away really yeah. quickly. They're not even there. Really can't yeah. something. Yeah, and for okay. something. Invisibility. Flying. Flying. Just flying. You know what? I'm going to be the odd one out. I'm going to say both. You can't say <laughs> both. You that? must no. pick one. You have to just, just pick one. one. Uh, okay. Flying then. Okay, amazing. Okay, girls. So, uh, we're just going to dive right into the podcast. So, uh, enjoy. 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 <laughs> podcast which hopefully will capture all aspects of events that go on in the school it's going to be casual it's not going to be formal it's going to take place once a month and the great news is that it's hosted by uh, students and presented by students edited and recorded by students and it's great to see that there's a full representation amongst the students who are involved in this from first to sixth year which is fantastic and of course it is being guided and led by Mr Barrett who is a fantastic producer-presenter himself. 
and uh, it is being funded by the ACA, which is our parent teacher association. So I'd like to put a big thank you out to them for having the vision and foresight to fund this. So we've got some interesting recording equipment and it'll be a fantastic thing for the future as well to look back when the next part of the history of Alexandra College is being written. We will, we, we, we will have um, this kind of live, honest uh, insight into the girls who've walked through the hallowed halls of this great college and also the teachers and it'll be a bit of fun and there'll be insight into what makes this the fantastic place that it is. So I hope you enjoy it. I look forward to being uh, a bit of a feature on this podcast because I love hearing my own voice and I know it'll be great for you to hear your teachers and we might get a couple of parents in as well. So um, it's a great initiative. So well done to Mr. Barrett and the girls. So up next, we had a little chat with some of the new teachers. We had Miss Murphy, who teaches Spanish, Miss Luskin, who teaches Irish, and Mr. Manning, who teaches English and Geography. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. How are we? Good. good. Nice. Hello. How are we, Miss uh, Murphy, Miss Luskin, Mr. Manning? Yeah, great. Very great. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent. How's your day going today? Great. Mighty. Very, very busy. Yeah. Very busy. Lots of fourth-year classes. Yeah. Very fun. Mm. Fantastic. Right. We're going to start this little chat. Just, I've got a few random questions for you. Okay. So just one, I'm just looking for one-word answers here. No problem. Okay. Right. So we'll start left, and we'll just work our way that way. So yeah. lemon or lime? Lemon. Lemon. Lime. Savory or sweet? Sweet. 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 Mm. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Coke always. Diet Coke. Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke's not an option, I'm afraid. I, I just put that in there myself. You can't just add drinks to it. <laughs> Fanta while we're yeah. at <laughs> um, uh, Favourite Disney movie? Lanking. Little Mermaid. Aladdin. Fantastic. Mm. And um, so if you had to be shipwrecked on a desert island, all of your human needs, such as food, water, etc., were taken care of. Okay, so we're not in a death situation here. What two items would you bring with you? Um, a tent and a friend. A tent and a friend. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. Friends are items to you, are they? <laughs> so you have a, a phone. Is you have a phone. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, just, just say. Be... So potentially, yeah. Okay. Um, probably a phone and a Mayo jersey. A phone and a Mayo jersey. Yeah. Are you by any chance from Mayo, Miss Luskin? Yes. How did you know? In case we couldn't tell. Yeah, you know. Up the Mayo. The West. Excellent, Mr. Yeah. Manning. Um, can we bring items with the intention of escaping, or just to, for like <laughs> enduring it? I don't see why not. Because um, if I want to get out of there, a phone. Okay. Um, if not, just a pen and like a copy book. Pass it on. To do some oh. corrections while you're... <laughs> do, yeah, do, do a diary, maybe? Yeah. yeah, do a bit of writing. You want to keep saying, you know? Yeah, okay, Lovely. excellent. If you had a choice between two superpowers, two superpowers, so either being invisible or being able to fly, what would you choose? Um, invisibility and... Um, what do you mean and? There's no and. It's an either oh, or okay, question, right. Murphy. <laughs> invisibility, yeah, cool, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Invisibility or flying? 100% invisibility. Yeah. Yeah. You'd okay. be able to tell, you'd be able to find out, like, what people, I don't know, just like. Yeah. You're about to dig yourself a big hole there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't actually yeah. say, I'm not going to show that. Just invisibility. The other two, I'm, I'm happy to fly and be visible. Super okay. bad. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you were any animal, what would you be? A dog. Dog? Mm -hmm. um, a dog, I think. I'd go for lemur. 
Ooh. <laughs> right, they look like they have a lot of fun. We're definitely yeah. we're gonna come back to lemur uh, in one second. Else, you're yeah. just subservient to humans. Oh, ooh, straight. Like you're everyone's best friend, really, aren't you? Yeah. Now, Random. specifically, what type of dog are we talking here? Um, like, we talking a really annoying Chihuahua or no, a uh, Labrador? Okay. Miss Murphy took my answer. I was gonna say Labrador <laughs> as well. Okay, Labrador, good answer. Yeah. Okay, Thank now you. back to lemur gate. Um, <laughs> Uh, what what makes you say lemur? Just um, I don't know if you ever see them in the zoo. Those guys are always happy. Um, <laughs> the way they move looks hilarious, and it looks fun. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they just look like they have a good time. Amazing, yeah. great answer. Okay. Uh, how are you liking Alexander College so far? Yeah, I love it. It's really nice. Yeah, the girls are great. Yeah, really like it. Yeah, really enjoying my time here. Um, time is flying by and everyone's just been really welcoming. So that makes life a lot easier for us. Yeah, I'd agree with the, the others here. Um, I've enjoyed it. I've found it very welcoming. Students, staff are all, all very helpful. It's great. Um, there's one thing that you could change about the facilities here, like the building or something. <laughs> what, would you, what would you pick? Not the students or the, or, the, or the people, just just the building. It'd be nice to have a swimming pool, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, while we're while we're making requests. Yeah. yeah, I think a swimming pool would be great. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind a nap room, to be honest. In between yeah. classes, just have a little snooze. Some you know? hammocks. Yeah. You know, that's called your bedroom at home, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's nice to have a little nap during the day. Yeah, yeah. I agree. How would you describe the college using three words? Um, fun, diverse, and welcoming. Um, I would say ambitious, hardworking, and fun as well. Yeah. Um, I'd say welcoming, focused, uh, and interesting. Nice. <laughs> what is the one thing that stands out about this school? One who's going to go first on yeah, this. Well, uh, and no uniform. I've never had seen students wearing no uniform in school, so that was interesting. Mm -hmm. I think it shows a lot of uh, the students have a lot of um, individuality, which is really nice. Do you know, for me, it, um, a lot of the students are very, very musically talented. And when you're teaching them, uh, you don't necessarily think of it. It's very surprising sometimes to find out that some of them are so, uh, so musically talented. I don't, uh, I haven't seen that so often before in my other schools. Yeah, I would agree with the musically talented and definitely that the school kind of gives students opportunities to express themselves like with the no uniform aspect and just, you know, having the ability to kind of show not just their academic side, but also their creative side as well. Uh, Mr. Manning, there is a rumor going around that you can say the alphabet backwards. Could you demonstrate? No, that's not correct. <laughs> um, yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, Z-Y-X-W-U-T-S-R-Q-P-O-N-M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Wow. wow. That was really impressive. Very impressive. Really impressive. <laughs> to finish off, uh, why don't you all tell us one fun fact about yourselves? Uh, my fun fact is that I uh, played rugby um, for college and I was a fly half. And um, I'm very into sports, so I travelled around Europe uh, with my dad to loads of rugby matches since I was very young. Wow. Um, my fun fact is that I follow American football, that I support New England Patriots. Why did you support a good team? They are the Oof. best. Tom Brady is gold. Yeah, unbelievable. Is what? Sorry. 
GOAT, greatest of all time? Um, my fun fact, um, I've, this is the, I've taught in three different countries. Wow. Three different countries, yeah. That's good. And do you want to give us the list? Yeah, sure. Um, Ireland, Spain and Colombia. Amazing. Muy bien. Si. On to our Thank you all very much for coming today and I hope you have a great day. No Thank problem. You Thanks Thank you for, for having us. us. It's been a pleasure. So up next we have a little chat with Jane Babb who is the Chief Development Officer of Alexander College and we talk about her personal life and how her first five weeks have been in Alexander College and what her role is in Alex. So hope you enjoy. Okay, good morning. Can we start off with saying you're very welcome, Jane, to the first um, interview of the Alex podcast? Thank you. What an honor. Um, so, so we're going to start off with a few fun questions just to lighten up the mood a little bit. So lemon or lime? Lime. Sweet or savory? Definitely savory. If you could swim like a fish or fly like a bird for a day, what would it be? Swim like a fish. I love water. What's your favorite Disney movie? Um, I would, yeah, probably the original Jungle Book um, because Mowgli with his long skinny legs reminds me of my youngest son. Um, what's your favorite ice cream? Um, there is a tiny small artisan gelato, gelato shop in Bologna with a, an old gray-haired man who's like the Willy Wonka of ice cream. And he takes huge delight in preparing the ice creams and in, um, in making up new flavors. And we were lucky enough, we were living in Switzerland, so we used to be able to get down to Bologna um, every half year or so and always went into this ice cream shop. And the guy would be so excited to see us coming in because he would have us try out the new flavors that he'd been experimenting with since we were last there. Okay, so you've been in school for five weeks. What's your like first impressions? Um, very positive. The, um, I would say straight off what hints you is the kindness of the school as an organization. Um, and um, then the buzz and the energy um, and that um, you just have the impression that um, although there may be day-to-day conflicts or difficulties, essentially everybody is working towards something positive. Yeah. But also then there's a nice feeling of it doesn't have to be clappy happy all the time. It can yeah. be real and, um, you know, there is complete license for people to be in bad form or grumpy and that's not going to be held again. You know, that's just support each acknowledged. other. Acknowledged, yeah. yeah. And that's acknowledged as it's a momentary thing. It doesn't define you how you are at this moment. So one of the things that I want to make sure that we're really doing is hearing the voices of everybody in the community. And it's not that the, you know, the teaching or the admin staff or the parents are kind of telling the students how things yeah. sh should be or what. And that it's more that we're making sure that we're also hearing the students' suggestions. So I, I, like one of the things that I would love to make sure is that I'll feel that I've had some impact if in the next year everyone in the community has stopped talking about us and them and that we're all talking about we. Yeah. And that it's not kind of, oh, well, they did this or they are, you know, some other 
decision so you makers. Suggest that everybody are the decision makers and everybody has an impact on where the community goes and and that and and that we do that even you know when you say that that sounds kind of nice utopian and all we'll all be friends but actually that's most important when there are challenging issues and issues that people don't agree on and where people really fundamentally feel that it should be done in two completely or four or five completely different ways um, and that that's that we have those challenging conversations okay so um, how would you describe your job like um, so in the biggest terms my job is um, building and facilitating the school community and the school role in the broader community yeah. and do you enjoy it Yes, I love it so far. Yes, I've only been in the school for five weeks now, but it's um, it's been very enjoyable so far. So a lot of a lot of us might not know exactly what you do, because um, I know it's still very early in the beginning of the year. And could you give us like a brief of what you do? Um, so so far, I'm still on my learning curve. I'm really learning about what actually is going on in the school and um, trying to pull that together into a narrative or, or story, if you like, so that we can all see and be aware of what's going on in the school on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and then also planning for the future um, so that we're sure that we as a school are educating people to be change makers and future creators. So we're not educating people for the future, as if the future is a predetermined thing, but we're educating people to create the future that they want. That is just fun. Up next, we have a rendition of Lena Cried Power by Hozier by our very own Tia from second year. Enjoy. Yeah. 
of the TY musical and the plans for the drama department. Hope you enjoy. Okay, good morning, Miss Brehany. Good morning. You're very welcome to our uh, first episode of the podcast. I'm really excited that I'm actually on your first episode of the podcast. Well, of course, of course. Um, so what we might do is start just with a couple of just short one-word answer questions. Okay. So, lemon or lime? Lime. Savory or sweet? Savory. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Favourite Disney movie? Ooh, that's a hard one. Um, I think Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Uh, if you had to be shipwrecked on a desert island, but all your human needs, food, water, they were all taken care of, what two items would you want to have with you? Um, well, access to books, so I suppose, would, would there be Wi-Fi? <laughs> mm, it, it doesn't say there could be Wi-Fi. <laughs> Okay, I suppose something like a Kindle, because then you could have infinite books and music, access to books and music. Brilliant. Yeah. If you had a choice between super two superpowers, so either being invisible or being able to fly, what would you choose? Invisible, definitely. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Oh, I don't know. Um, maybe a dog. Any particular type? Something kind of, I suppose, shaggy and a bit... Um, childish <laughs> something with a bit of personality well you know maybe something a bit eejity like a boxer <laughs> or a labrador or something you know just a bit yeah. overexcited uh, at times very good very good <laughs> so um we have started work on the new ty musical yes so we all know what it is but do you want to just remind everyone yeah this year we're doing oklahoma and it's not actually the first time that we've done it we by the time we put it on in january It'll be 13 years since the last production. And the last production we did was the first production that we did in the Mill Theatre in Dundrum. And it was because we had sort of outgrown the concourse as a venue for shows. And we kind of thought it would be really exciting if we uh, took it outside to a proper theatre venue. Um, and this was obviously before the days of the HWC. So we... We looked around and obviously the mill was great and they gave us a great deal on rent. And um, we took it and we did um, five productions of it, five performance of it, wow. performances of it. Yeah, and we did Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, matinee, Saturday and evening performance. And we sold out Amazing. all but the first performance because uh, once that people heard that it was actually quite yeah, good, yeah, yeah. they all came. And it was also lovely having it in a theatre. It was lovely we didn't have to deal with ticket sales or any of yes. that kind of hassle. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was a great success. Brilliant. And this year we are, well, we're, we've been back in the HWC now for yes. a couple of years. Yes. And, I mean, hopefully we were astounded last year because the HWC packed out as well for two nights. And it's got almost 400 seats in there. So that's quite a lot of people. In comparison, the Mill Theatre would have about 200. Oh, okay. So, um... So across two nights in the yeah, HWC, you were almost probably filling the Mill yeah. for three or so four. So we probably could have more or less three quarter filled it for a third night maybe uh, last year but the cost is kind of prohibitive yeah, yeah, it is yeah. very expensive to yeah. put um for lighting and sound yeah especially and the performing rights uh hi miss brownie hi carmel deirdre um i'd like to ask you a few questions about the drama department and the ty musical okay fire ahead so what makes oklahoma unique from other musicals well, firstly, the music is absolutely fantastic. It's one of those great old traditional musicals that uh, has lasted because the music is great and the script is great too. It's very funny. 
But what I really liked about it and what probably a lot of people don't think about is that there's actually a whole historical background behind the story of Oklahoma. Okay, so the interesting thing about Oklahoma is that it was based on an original play called Green Grow the Lilacs. And um, it was written by a native of Oklahoma and uh, based on the kind of the settling um, of that state. And so it would have been a Native American country. And so uh, then the settlers came and drove them off their lands. The name Oklahoma actually comes from a Choctaw words, uh, meaning Okla, meaning people, and Hama, meaning red. So it means literally red people. Um, so the historical background to it is that the farmers who settled the land, a lot of who were actually Irish, um, they, they drove the Native Americans off their lands and then there were a whole load of cowboys used to drive the cattle uh, into Texas from these farms when the cattle were fattened and ready to be sold. So there was always an ongoing battle between the farmers and the cowboys as to who was more important, you know. And the farmers didn't like that the cattle kind of, or the cowboys ruined their land. And um, the cowboys didn't like that the farmers weren't particularly helpful to them. And uh, because they would put up fences, the cowboys didn't like that. And so there was a lot of kind of aggro. And it was, it was real at the time. And so that's the kind of historical background behind Oklahoma. But then it ultimately is a love story or a number of love stories uh, between Curly and Laurie and Ado Annie with whoever happens to be flavor of the day. So you mentioned before that you uh, did Oklahoma before in the Mill Theatre. Yeah. Is there any reason you chose to do it again? Actually, it's very difficult every year to actually find the right kind of show to do. And so um, we would look at a lot of different shows. But our criteria is that this is a girls' school. We want to have lots of parts for girls. Girls can only play boys if the characters are slightly sort of comic. Um, and uh, so a lot of the kind of darker shows you probably wouldn't be able to do unless you had kind of a balanced cast or unless they were predominantly female. So we're always looking for something different. And the last few years, we've done a few more edgy kind of shows than we would have done before, less traditional, something that had stronger message for the girls here in the school. Um, and that had good, strong female role. That's very important for us, that there is an actual message in what we're doing. Uh, this year, um, we decided to change it again because we kind of feel that if you keep doing the same things, people have an expectation of what it's going to be next year or the year after, and I hate that. I hate people thinking they know what we're going to do next. So um, we looked back at some of the stuff we had done before. There's a couple of new musicals coming online in the next few years that aren't available for performance at the moment, for amateur performance at the moment. And so we're kind of waiting and holding on for them. So we decided to look back at stuff we had done before. And one of the shows we did before was Pajama Game, but too similar to the show we did last year in that it's set in a factory, except it's set in an American factory and not an English Ford factory. So um, we decided to steer clear of that one. But that definitely would be one that we would look in the future as well at. Um, Oklahoma, really beautiful music. Some really great roles for females in that too. 
Um, and we thought we might have a big cast this year, and it's great to actually get a lot of people on stage. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, variety is the spice of life. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm interested, uh, how does the TY musical choice process work? Well, I suppose um, Mr. Barrett and I would kind of talk during the year about stuff that might be coming on down the line. And then during the summer holidays, um, probably from about the middle of July, you start thinking about school again and start uh, trawling through all the performance uh, licensing websites. Um, because when you do a show, you have to actually buy the performing rights. Um, and that can be really expensive. So you'll start going through, there's a number of really big companies that lease um, the shows. So you start trawling through them to see are there anything, is there anything interesting coming up? Um, I'd always look at the shows that won a lot of awards at, at the, the Tonys um, because uh, in the past we've actually chosen a show from that. You know, that you might see something, they do these great performances for casts from various shows. And so I always have a look at that as well, see what's kind of around what's been causing a bit of stir. And actually, there's a production of Oklahoma on in Broadway at the moment, which is uh, supposed to be really interesting. They've changed the music slightly and gave it a more contemporary uh, country and Western feel. Um, and I'm giving it a much darker edge, much smaller cast. And actually, the interesting thing about the one on Broadway is that they're using a really small venue. Normally, the big musicals, they want a big venue because they want to get their money back. They want to make their money. Mm. But this is a really small venue. And actually, there are pots of, of uh, chili and corn cooking during the production. And the audience all get a bowl of chili at the interval. Yeah. I, think <laughs> I know. That's amazing. But apparently, the smell of it as well as it's cooking during the first half mm. is really interesting. It adds to it. And the really mm. amazing thing uh, about that production and they've won an enormous amount of awards for it uh, and a lot of Tonys. But one of the uh, performers who has won an award plays the, the role of Edo Annie and she's in a wheelchair, which is really extraordinary. And if you look it up online, she is absolutely phenomenal. And it just is another way to show that actually everybody, anybody can do anything if they set their mind to it. She's a really extraordinary performer. Just to cut in there, I know just as part of the choice process, we always try and find something that has a bit of meaning behind it as well, don't we? Absolutely. That's really important. We're a school, ultimately. We're not a stage school. We're not uh, a musical theatre school. What we are is a school, and it's about education. And so uh, both Mr. Barrett and I would be teachers first. And so that has to be uppermost in our mind always that there is some educational benefit to what we're doing. How are the rehearsals going with the TYs at the moment? Very slowly at the moment. <laughs> this, uh, the cast for the production this year will probably almost be double what we had done before. So we have over 70 people in the cast on stage um, at any one time and actually that makes it incredibly slow to, to block and to work out the moves for everybody in a scene. So a scene that might take you kind of half an hour to kind of block through uh, could take an hour and a half um, because just literally there are so many bodies on stage. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, good luck for Oklahoma. And I'll Thank be very you. excited to see it when it Thanks, Carmel Deirdre. The Thank you. Yes. yes, everybody has to come and see it. It would be wonderful production. Yeah. Is the drama department planning anything else? This Alex? year? 
Lots of things, actually. There's lots of things going on. Um, our Dram Sock, our Drama Society, which meets after school on a Monday, um, has grown a lot this year. And so what we've done is we've decided to take a, a thematic approach for the year. So our theme for this year is Us and Them, uh, which is lovely and broad. So it just means that we can uh, tap into ideas from all sorts of areas. Uh, the junior and intermediate Dram Sock will be working on scenes under the umbrella of that theme um, and perhaps devising their own piece, uh, which we'll be putting on probably late spring. Uh, we haven't got a date for that yet, a confirmed date for that yet. And the senior Dram Sock, which is fourth, fifth and sixth years, we're actually going to be doing a one-act play. So what it'll be is we'll have a night of theatre where we have the junior and intermediate before the interval and the senior Dram Sock play after. And actually, the senior Dram Sock play is something I'm very excited about. It is a, uh, it's going to be a, an adapted version of a play called Pride and Prejudice, sort of. And um, <laughs> what it is, is it takes uh, six maids from n a number of Jane Austen's books, and uh, they run a kind of commentary uh, throughout the production about what happens, you know, everybody knows the story of the Bennets and Elizabeth Bennet and Jane Bennet and Mr. Darcy. But actually the maids take it from a slightly different viewpoint. And uh, it's a, a play, an adaptation that's been written specifically for an all-female cast. And there's a lot of multi-rolling, so people take, putting on different costumes at different points in the play. Um, I think it's going to be really fun, actually. I think it's going to be great fun. That just about wraps it up for this uh, chat. So great. thank you so much for sparing your time. No problem. Pleasure. Good luck with the podcast. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We had a little chat with Miss Dennis about school and her career path to becoming a principal and just what she'd like to do after school. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. Uh, we're currently chatting to Miss Dennis over here. Hello, Miss Dennis. Hello, Lena. How are you? Fine. Delighted How are to you? be here. Great. Um, today, we were going to ask you some questions, but before that, um, lemon or lime? Lime, definitely. Savior or sweet? S uh, savory. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Favorite Disney movie? Aladdin. And if you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose? Flying. <laughs> Any reason why? Because I would be in control of the entire universe then, not just, you know, being able to hide and sneak and listen to people. I think being invisible would be awful. I mean, I think you'd feel like a really sneaky person if you were invisible, so I wouldn't like that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I'm going to ask you <coughs> three questions right now. First question, if you were a parent, why would you send your daughter to Alex? Okay, well, first of all, I am a parent and I did send my daughter to Alex. She went through the junior school and the senior school. And I have to say it was a fantastic experience for her. Maybe not as good for me because when her friends were in a little spot of bother when I was deputy principal, it was very awkward. And it didn't seem to bother her, but it bothered me. So why did I send her to Alex? Because it is a fantastic school that gives girls a great basis in life. And all of the things that she learned in the junior school, particularly to do with teamwork and working around themes have really stood to her, especially when she went to third level. And she made great friends here. She learned how to be a person who could articulate herself really well. 
not to be afraid to be herself and not to be afraid to stand up and be counted. So she's grown up into a really impressive young woman and that is in no small part due to Alexandra College and of course her wonderful mother. <laughs> That's great. My parents also actually noticed an impact on me. Alex had a huge impact on me, according to them. I've became become more independent, can't speak. Well, that's great that they're seeing the same thing. And those are the things that we say about the school. And, you know, it's easy to say stuff about anywhere, particularly about a school that you happen to be the principal of. But it's really good to hear that back from you and for me to see it in my own daughter. Now, I wasn't principal at the time. I was deputy for a while. And then I was before that, I was teacher of Irish and English and um, I could see those changes taking place in her. So it's good that it's still happening <laughs> in 20, almost 2020. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Um, now, our second question is, did you ever think you would be able to become a principal one day? When I was younger, all I wanted to do when I was a young girl uh, was to be a teacher. That was all I wanted to do. I didn't think of anything other than that. That was it. I knew that from the moment I could articulate. And I remember my father when I was in, uh, in sixth year in school or fifth year maybe saying to me, oh, you know, being a teacher, are you sure that's what you want to do? Do you not want to do something more important like be a barrister or a doctor? And of course, I got very indignant and I said there is nothing more important than teaching young people. So I always had a passion for education. And being a principal, yes, I did feel that I would be a principal at one stage in my life. Uh, I had really uh, wanted to have an influence more than on just the classroom. And I was really passionate about girls' education as well. And uh, so my ambitions to be a principal would have started pretty early on in my career. But it wouldn't have been something I would have seen myself doing as a schoolgirl or as a child, because the passion was for education, passion was for literature, and I knew that I wouldn't be happy if I didn't do what I was passionate about. So doing all those other things that my father was aspiring for me to do wouldn't have fitted my own vision for myself. Wow, uh, I, that's amazing how you just fulfilled your dream like that. And I think yeah. it's a great example for all the girls that would be looking up to you. Well, I sincerely hope now that I am continuing to fulfill my passion. Although being a principal, you don't, you, although you might think you get the opportunity to uh, do the things that you have in the back of your head as ambitions, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a very complex job that has lots of different demands on you every single day. And sometimes it can be uh, overwhelming. And sometimes I feel, am I really following my passion? And I always have to pull myself back when I find myself going down maybe a negative road, you know, which is easy to do. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so question, our third and last question. After a hard day in school, what would be your preferred way to relax? I know this is going to sound really strange and a bit worrying, but mm -hmm. I love watching anything to do with murders, serial killers or anything like that. Now, I am a bit of a a movie buff as well so I like watching a lot of different alternative type movies but the one the, the one that helps me relax the most the thing that helps me relax the most apart from going out and socializing and being with my family but the sort of solitary thing I like to do is to watch these murders and serial killer psychology it always fascinates me to know what leads somebody to do something so horrific and now that Sky has this um, new part to its um, 
offering called, uh, what's it called, Sky Crime. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, so that brings us to the end of our very first podcast episode. Was that not amazing, everyone? So thank you all for listening, first of all, to I know there's tens of thousands of you all listening, so thank you very much for thank listening. You. Thank you all. Thank you all of our fans. Yeah, and thank you to my amazing team who have been so helpful and worked so hard to bring this out. And we look thank forward you. to bringing you our next episode, which will come out at the end of November. Yeah! Yeah! Oh my God!